for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. May the Lord bless you as you meditate and spend time in His Word today. In today's passage, we see the details surrounding Jesus' burial, and we also see the actions taken by those who continue to deny the truth of who Jesus is and what He has done on the cross. A lot of times we can tend to skip over this in-between period between the, the crucifixion of Jesus and His resurrection. But the details surrounding his burial are also very important, for they show God's hand and his providence at work. God is putting and weaving everything together so that the prophecies regarding the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus will all come to pass in accordance with his goodwill and his good purpose. So let's take a look at today's passage now. Matthew chapter 27, verses 57 through 66. As evening approached, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who had himself become a disciple of Jesus. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. Joseph took the body, wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, and placed it in his own new tomb that he had cut out of the rock. He rolled a big stone in front of the entrance to the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting there opposite the tomb. The next day, the one after preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, they said, we remember that while he was still alive, that deceiver said, after three days I will rise again. So give the order for the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may come and steal the body and tell the people that he has been raised from the dead. This last deception will be worse than the first. Take a guard, Pilate answered. Go, make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guard. Welcome back to Living Life. In today's passage regarding Jesus' burial, we see the fulfillment of two different prophecies, one by the prophet Isaiah and one by Jesus himself. The prophecy in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 9 says, And they made his grave with the wicked and with the rich man in his death, although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth. The rich man in this prophecy is referring to Joseph of Arimathea. So who is this Joseph? We see from details from the four Gospels that Joseph was a respected and wealthy member of the Sanhedrin. And we can infer that he was a holy man. In fact, in John chapter 19, verse 35, we see that Joseph had become a disciple of Jesus, but he did it in secret out of fear for the Jews. So this Joseph, he goes to Pilate and he makes a special request for Jesus' body. So why did Joseph have to do this? 
it was Roman custom to let the bodies of those crucified to hang in full view until they rotted away. And this was done to deter any crimes against the Roman Empire. But according to Jewish custom, bodies could not be left hanging on the cross overnight, for they were cursed. So, especially when the next day was a Sabbath. And this Sabbath coincided with the high day of the Passover feast. So this was a high and holy day. It's ironic to see that the chief priests and the Pharisees had no problem condemning and crucifying Jesus on the cross, but they're worried about profaning and breaking the Sabbath. It was also custom to have the bodies of those crucified to be buried in common, unmarked mass graves. It was due to these customs that Joseph, had to go and make a special request of Pilate for the body of Jesus, which Pilate granted. Now, why did Pilate go against these Roman customs and allow Joseph to take the body of Jesus? Perhaps because Pilate did truly believe that Jesus was innocent. Or maybe Pilate felt guilty about condemning an innocent man to death, so he sort of wanted to make amends. We don't explicitly know, but we know that Pilate allowed this, and this was all part of God's great plan and design. So Pilate allowed Joseph to take Jesus' body, and Joseph took it and prepared it for burial and buried it in his own new tomb. We also see scripture fulfilled as Jesus is laid to rest in the tomb of a wealthy man. And he also spoke of this in our earlier prophecy in Matthew where he said, For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a great fish, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth for three days. So um, another detail we can take a look at is that Jesus gave up his spirit on the cross. It was the ninth hour, or 3 p.m. The Sabbath became, began at 6 p.m., so that is when he had to be taken down from the cross and be prepared for burial so the Sabbath would not be broken. Jesus had to be buried before the end of Friday to fulfill scripture that he would be on the earth for three separate days before his resurrection. And all these details are being worked out to fulfill scripture so that, and show that God was indeed at work and he was still overseeing everything. So Joseph takes the body of Jesus. He wraps it in a clean linen shroud and lays it in the new tomb. And then he rolls a great stone at the entrance and then went away. This shows the heart and devotion of Joseph as a disciple of Jesus to care for and honor the body of Jesus. And this fulfills Jesus' prophecy concerning his own burial. And all of this was being watched by Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, the mother of James and Joseph. They are witnesses to all that is happening. And in the second part of today's passage, we see the chief priests and the Pharisees come together and go to Pilate. This was highly unusual because they were opponents. They had theological differences that put them, put them at odds with each other, but they came together in their mutual hatred for Jesus. How much do they hate Jesus? They won't even say his name. They refer to Jesus as imposter, deceiver. So they ask Pilate to set a guard so that just in case the disciples try to steal the body away, they tell him, you might have a bigger problem on your hands if this happens. So... They, Pilate grants them their request. It's their, the, their hardened hearts of the chief priests and the Pharisees continue to deny the truth of who Jesus is as the promised Messiah and the Son of God. 
So we can see how all of this is at work and all of this is in part of God's great plan and design. We can see in today's passage how God used a disciple of Jesus, Joseph, to honor and care for the body of Jesus and make burial preparations just as it was foretold in the Old Testament prophecies. We also see how God is able to use Pilate and the chief priests and the Pharisees, and despite their evil and wicked intentions, God is able to bring everything about for His good purpose and His good will. All of this so that scripture will be fulfilled in every single detail. We see the providence of God at work, and we see that His word never fails. He always keeps His promises. God is the ultimate power and authority in the universe, and He holds everything in His hands, and He is sovereign over everything. I pray and hope that this encourages us to trust and have unwavering faith in the Word of God as the ultimate standard of truth, that His Word is inerrant, and that everything God promises in His Word will come to pass and will be fulfilled. Let us pray. Father, we thank You for your word. We thank you that your word never fails, that all your promises come to pass. You keep everything that you say according to your word, even down to every single small detail. We thank you that you worked everything out according to your good work, purpose, and your plan. And may this encourage us to trust in you, knowing that you hold everything, that you oversee everything, that your providence is always at work and that you are truly the ultimate authority and power at work. We entrust our lives into your hand and we show how even through all the little details of the burial of Jesus and even those who try to deny the truth and work against what you are trying to do, you are still able to make everything work out for your purpose and your will. So we submit to you, we trust in you, and we thank you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Single soul, the